are listening to the sermon podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church. We are a community in Madison, Wisconsin, who gathers to worship, to learn, to serve, and to grow together in God's love. Please visit us online at www.covenantmadison.org, where you can find information about Covenant Ministries, as well as links to our online worship services and sermon podcasts. The first thing Jesus did in his ministry was tell people that something new was happening. This new thing is called the kingdom of God, Jesus said, and he told people that this was good news, and then he invited them to be part of this kingdom. He invited them to turn around, to change direction, to change their thinking, and to live with a new sense of purpose and meaning as part of this kingdom of God. But then people asked him, well, what exactly is this kingdom of God all about? Jesus wasn't one for precise dictionary answers. He spoke in parables. He told stories. So he told them that the kingdom of God was like seeds growing in a field or a little mustard seed that was small and became something big. He told them the kingdom of God was like a net thrown into the sea. He told them the kingdom of God was like yeast in the dough. He told them the kingdom of God was like a pearl of great value. All of these answers are intriguing and engaging. And then, to help them understand what the kingdom of, of God is all about, he told a story. He told a story about a family. It's one of the best-loved biblical narratives. A family with a wayward child. A child who went to a foreign land and squandered everything, ending up poor and desperate. This wayward child eventually came to himself, as the biblical text says, kind of woke up and realized what he had left behind in his poverty and desperation. So he decides to go back, to go back home, expecting his family to be angry, embarrassed, ashamed. But instead of being angry, embarrassed, and ashamed, his family threw him a party. <laughs> and what a party it was. Is Jesus suggesting that the kingdom of God is a party? A party for all of us wayward children? An invitation to celebrate right here, right now, this very day? Our scripture reading for today is the basis for the song which you so wonderfully sang just a few minutes ago. One verse from Psalm 118. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Or as the message version says, this is the very day God acted. Let's celebrate and be festive. Tony Campolo is a Baptist. He describes himself as a Baptist evangelist. He's actually a, an author, a preacher, and a professor as well. He's been around for quite a while. And one of his best-loved stories is very appropriate for us today, and it comes from a book that he wrote back in the early 1990s. And you can kind of tell by the look of the book that it came from the early 90s by the, uh, the font there. But, but anyway, the book is called The Kingdom of God is a Party 
God's radical plan for his family. Many years ago, Tony was asked to speak at a conference in Hawaii. Maybe he wore fashionable shirts like we're wearing today. So he got out to Hawaii, and because of jet lag, he wasn't sleeping well. So he's up and around in the middle of the night, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, and he realizes he's hungry. So he walks away from the hotel. He finds what he describes as a greasy spoon diner, and he walks in. There's a large man behind the counter with a white T-shirt on, and he's wiping his greasy hands on the T-shirt. And Tony asks for a, a cup of coffee and a donut, and the man reaches over with his bare hands, grabs a donut, puts it on Tony's plate. You know, it's that, that kind of place. So I guess he took a deep breath and started enjoying his coffee and donut. All of a sudden, 3 o'clock in the morning, eight or nine women come into the diner, and Tony, being the smart guy that he is, realizes pretty quickly that these are what we might call ladies of the evening who have come into the diner. So here's this world-famous Baptist evangelist sitting in a cozy diner surrounded by eight or nine prostitutes at three o'clock in the morning, quite a scene. He's about to leave, but then all of a sudden, one of them says, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm going to be 39. And then somebody else who was there with her, I want to make sure to get this right, she said, so what do you want from me? A birthday party? What do you want? You want me to get a cake and sing happy birthday? And the first person responded, why do you have to be so mean? I was just telling you, that's all. I don't want anything. I mean, why should you give me a birthday party? I've never had a birthday party in my whole life. Why should I have one now? That's when Tony got an idea. He waited until they all left, and then he started talking with the guy in the white T-shirt behind the counter and said, do they come in here every night? And he said, yeah, every night, around 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. And he found out the birthday woman, her name was Agnes. And so Tony said, let's do a birthday party for Agnes. And the cook said, great, I'll make the cake. Tony was kind of like, okay. So he made the cake. Tony got some streamers and a big sign that said, happy birthday. He learned her name was Agnes. Happy birthday, Agnes. Big sign. So he gets to the diner at about 2.15, 2.30 the following evening. And the word got out among Agnes's co-workers. And so this little diner is jam-packed with prostitutes and famous evangelist Tony Campolo at 2.15 in the morning. About 3 o'clock, Agnes walks in. Everybody says, happy birthday, Agnes! And they sing happy birthday to her. Agnes is overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Getting emotional. She's crying a little bit. She mutters a few words. She's not sure how to respond. And instead of cutting the cake and sharing it with everybody, in her state of being overwhelmed at her first birthday party ever, she takes the cake and she leaves. Not the ending we were expecting, kind of an awkward, tragic moment. At this point, Tony says, let's pray. So he prays, and he prays for Agnes, asking God to bless her, asking God to strengthen her, asking God to help her and change her and, 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 and be with her. They all say amen. Then white shirt white-shirted cook leans over and says, hey, you didn't tell me you were a preacher. (laughs) 
what kind of church do you go to anyway? And then Tony says and writes, and I want to make sure to get these words right. He says, in one of those moments when just the right words came, I answered, I belong to a church that throws parties for whores at 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) The cook was quiet for a long time. And then with a sneer, he said, I don't think such a church exists. But if it did, I would join that church. And Tony writes, wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? I've loved that story. Heard it 30 years ago. I love the way it frames the idea of celebrating. Celebrating for everybody. Celebrating people that are often forgotten. Celebrating the way Jesus seemed to celebrate in his life. Well, we're having a party here today. It's not a birthday party, but it's a celebration. A celebration for everyone who has joined the church in the last three challenging years. A celebration for every family that's had a baptism in these last three years. Some of the the people joining joined via Zoom. Some of the baptisms happened in the courtyard or happened via Zoom or we videotaped here in an empty sanctuary. Less than ideal circumstances to, to celebrate those important occasions. So we thought we would come together after three years of challenge to our mental, physical, and spiritual health and celebrate once again. Over these three years, I know I've learned, and I think a lot of us have learned, that life is short, life is precious, life is good, and we need to treasure every single day as a gift. We've learned the importance of praying and connecting with God and asking God to give us strength and courage and hope for every day. We've learned the importance of remembering that we're all beloved children of God, what we celebrate every time we have a baptism, and that we need to take care of each other on this journey. We've learned the importance of really being awake and being alive and making the most of every minute, every day that God gives us. So I'm thinking today as we welcome anew people who joined this church the last three years, and as we welcome anew people who celebrated baptisms over the last three years, that maybe we all can welcome anew the love of God, the merciful love of God, the healing love of God, the transforming love of God. That maybe this is the day that we all wake up a little bit more and live with more intention and purpose and clarity, celebrating the gift of life this day and every day. And as we welcome anew this love in our lives, in our church, in our world, in our hearts, in our homes, we find that we want to share it, that we need to share it. So in the spirit of celebrating God's love and the gift of life, maybe this week you might want to consider one or more of these options. Maybe you want to call somebody you haven't talked to for a long time. And just celebrate that relationship, that friendship. Reconnect. Maybe you want to buy some cookies or bring some ice cream somewhere and make your own party, spontaneous party somewhere. Maybe you want to do a random act of kindness for a stranger. Leave a big tip next time you go to a restaurant. Maybe you want to do a random act of kindness for someone in your family someone that you spend every day with, someone that maybe sometimes we take for granted. Maybe you want to invite invite some friends over to your home, have a meal, play a game, go for a walk, enjoy a beautiful day like today. 
Maybe you want to recommit to being prayerful every day and starting those prayers with, thank you, God, for the gift of today. Friends, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us pray. Loving God in Jesus Christ, you have come to give us new and abundant and eternal life. We thank you. You've come to wake us up, to wake us up to the gift of life so that we can live with clarity and purpose. You've come to call us to love our neighbors and to do whatever we can to make this world a better place. You've come to heal us and strengthen us so we can be people of joy and hope and celebration. You've come to be with us in those hard times of life, in the challenging times of life, so that we know we're never alone. Thank you, God, for the gift of life. Thank you for your love. Thank you for today. Help us to share your love in real and concrete ways this very day, this very week. Help us to celebrate this gift of life today and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.